Rorik Honda is known as number one for so many reasons, but the Civic, the Passport, and the Odyssey won best for residual value in 2022. Everyone has their Honda preference, so make time for a Rorik Honda rep to learn which ride best suits your journey. As always, visit Rorik.com for all of your vehicle needs. And we are, again, coming from Mix Candle in Lawrenceville. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the out of you. Yeah, jagoff! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, jagoff? This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richard. Hey, it's Rick Sivak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. Hi, I'm Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes. And this is the Jagoff Podcast. This is the Jagoff Podcast. If you're listening for the very first time, we ask that you subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the podcast on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcasts, but you can also listen to us on 100.7 Star every 4.55 p.m. Monday through Friday with Kelly on air with Talk of the Town by Jagoff Podcast. And then we pull up a parking chair with E every Friday where we tell you what are the coolest places in Pittsburgh because let's face it, Pittsburgh went from a coal town in this smog city to this amazing, robust place in which people want to visit different places because we have food and so much going on. Entertainment and, galore. And then on Fridays, or Thursdays actually, at 7, 10 a.m. on Why Wanna Wait, the Why to Wait morning show with Kristen, because everybody else is off having babies and, and things like that, right? <laughs> yeah, they picked Maria, us. We're not right. having babies. Kristen's so all by doing, herself. Yeah. So every, at 7, 10 in the morning, you can listen to the Jagoff of the Week, which takes us to what was on the blog. And Kristen was one of the people who actually contributed to the blog this Well, she last said time. a listener actually called and said they hate whenever people are grocery shopping and they literally will go into like produce or meat or something that is completely unsanitary where they will leave like a package of ground meat or chicken. And she actually had a picture of that chicken just sitting on a shelf. And like, then that led to... On God's green earth. That, that led to a listener giving her a picture of a oh, gallon yeah, of yeah. milk a sitting of on milk. a shelf. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. the blog is about people being jagoffs. The rest of us are trying to make the place nice yeah. and right. And so we call out anybody. So if you were behind a bad driver, see a dumb criminal, whatever, let us know because we'll put it on the blog. We're here to let people know right. about it. All right. So here's the backstory. You know, I always give a little backstory on why we're where we are. So my 13 year old daughter who became 13 in January, I wanted to do something different. You know, I'm not one of those moms who is like, let's have the ultimate party because I'm over those days. She's the youngest. I don't care. I never did it, but I just wanted a unique experience. And as I was telling Abby, I wanted the girls from North Hills to, to know the city, to know how amazing little towns and little neighborhoods like Lawrenceville are. So we came here for a little like field trip for Adeline's birthday. And it was the best experience. Not only was it a good experience here because you have to see it. It's, I mean, we could describe it easily. It's so bright. I love the fact that it's so colorful. There's so many different scents, but it's not overpowering. I will say that. That's Isn't what that I was crazy? just about to tell yeah, you. You're I told right. you that. Right. But the coolest part, and this is what I told her, every woman, everybody really, claims to be a uh, candle connoisseur. Oh, I go here. Bath and Body has the best, or Yankee Candle has the best. First of all, shop local. And second of all, I burned it and could not believe. Do you remember how long? I literally threw it away last week. That was the end of it. Like, I couldn't burn it anymore. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. how cool was that? And I'm not like a big <laughs> candle person, but yeah, that is the first thing when you come in here. You know, when you go to a hair salon, you don't want to smell like a perm. Yeah. When you come into this place, you're not overwhelmed at all. It just smells really, yeah. really. We're pleasant. gonna have to ask Dave the Dave the barber if there are perms still. <laughs> like that just sort of made me like think. Like I don't know, I'm not a hundo, but oh, uh, but yeah. So we are at Mixed Candle, and we have Anthony and Abby. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, welcome. Hi. You know, before we get into you guys, who else do we have on the podcast? We didn't tell everybody like who they should it's be waiting secret. for. The whole thing is a secret. The, That's why right, we faked everybody out at right. the beginning, right? Right. No, we're we're really excited because it's really important that people know Pittsburgh people, and so we have two people who we've wanted. We're gonna make Cindy Lash come on this podcast. <laughs> um, we are having Katie Blackley from WESA. I've been trying to get her to come back on because. We are such supporters of WESA, and we love the things that they're doing. And now, six episodes in, there's a new podcast that we want you to listen to other than this one. And um, Dave? Yeah, Dave the Barber. Like, it's so cool, you know, to even understand the history of the barber. But it's it's interesting to see how social media can... Uh, boost a person's career. If yeah, and I you have to read what, the show notes because you're going to be surprised at his new location. Yeah, yeah. It's kind All of right. A cool so, story there, so in the meantime, talk to you Abby <laughs> and Anthony are here. Oh yeah, and Jen Ether, don't forget she'll be back. He'll yeah. be back. So the uh, Jen Ether will be back, and then we have Abby and Anthony, and you are going to help Paige make a candle today, right? Isn't that the process today? Yes. Yep. The plan. Tell us about this place. So we talk a lot about Eustas, right? Pittsburgh refers to as it used to be kind of thing. So here you are right on Butler in yep. Lawrenceville. And it was uh, Candle Lab before. Yes, it was yes. Candle Lab. Okay. Yeah. So it, explain what happened there because I used to work in Lawrenceville. Okay. And so we would walk through and, you know, amazing different small shops, places to go. What, what is it about this location and why a candle place? Um, you know, the, I used to work for the candle lab in Columbus. Okay. And so I moved here about um, six years ago and I spent a lot of time in Lawrenceville cause I didn't know what I want to do. And sure. I was kind of like, I know a lot about candles, you know, and yeah. I like love Lawrenceville. And I found this location uh, same time as the building was being sold. And I was like, this is where we need to have a candle store. This is going to go crazy because yeah. of the restaurants, you know, on the foot traffic, obviously, you know, but just the energy and like the business are like always changing and creating. And, um, it's just really so much fun in this neighborhood. And it's kind of, uh, you have to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, and we were a candle lab up until about a year ago, almost exactly. Um, and they, the candle lab was sold during the pandemic. Um, and we were kind of just like, maybe it's time for us to do our own thing and just kind of just be us, you know? And one thing about the candle lab was all their brand was a little bit black and white and gray, you know, and one thing sure, like nondescript, yeah, nondescript yeah. you know, just more like kind of mashed everything. And I remember just looking around and being like, it doesn't really feel like the vibe of the experience, you know, right. like it didn't feel fun or exciting or like, um, like I wanted to be here, you know? And so I was like, when we were cre recreating this, I was like, I need color, you know, we need, yeah. color, we need energy in this. In That's this a great brand. point. You know, when we came in here, when it was that the cookie, I told the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you're right. Tour. Like it just made me think as I'm looking around, like you really did make a lot of cosmetic changes to, yeah, kind of, we did to all, really get that experience. Yeah. yeah. We just wanted to match the, the experience and the yeah. fun that you have when you come here. Cause you're always celebrating when you're coming here. You so know? candle lab is a chain. Um, it was. Okay. Yeah, it's now turned into something else. There are a couple locations in Cincinnati still. Gotcha. Um, what's left of it. Um, but it's 
pretty much gone. But Mixed Candle Company is is just here, right? Yeah, just, we own it. So. I love it. We own it. We own it. Yeah, we don't. No, and that yeah. She's like, no, you don't. No. Jack. <laughs> but what I love, you know, that's the point I was trying to make is that you, it's a you stuff. But the coolest part is it's yours. Yeah, it's always been mine. You know, we just got, finally got to make it my own. You know, and what we wanted it to be. Yeah. So Same Anthony, point. talk about people can come in here and just buy candles they, oh, they, they right mm-hmm. but the whole idea is to bring a party in here right that has to be the most fun for you right absolutely okay for sure. there, are there you know how there are bridezillas are there candlezillas you know that people come in here uh, and they're very yes <laughs> um, for sure um i think that goes with just like any, any okay experience yeah. sure thing. um obviously there are obvious some people who it's hard harder to satisfy them right um, yeah yeah so it but it's it's kind of like a, a challenge yeah to, to actually right. like pinpoint exactly what they're looking for okay um so i'm not afraid of it yeah all. you accept um, the challenge I, I accept the challenge <laughs> i love it i love it so walk us through the process people call i was one of those people i called and said like you know very sheepishly can i bring 13 year olds you know like that's the first question but you get all kinds like he said you know there's bridal parties there's get to know pittsburgh parties there's just friends who want to come in kind of thing walk us through the process what do you tell them yeah so um i think the uh Biggest thing is just uh, like uncovering like what they're coming in for, so that we sure. know what to expect. Yeah, um, like to know what they're celebrating. So whenever they come in, um, we can just kind of greet them and know know what we're what we're in for. Because the bridal parties, you know, you can be a little bit more relaxed with that. So uh, I would say, just, yeah, just figure that part fi- out. Figuring that part out for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a pretty standard process with bigger groups, small groups. So. They come in, they all get the same grade of it, like experience. And our intern page is going to go through that process, right? right? So you give them like a notepad, right? And then yes, you get right. to choose how many cents. Um, well, you write down as many as you like. We keep about oh. 110 ready to go for you. Do to you smell. get people who go smell every one of them? Absolutely. Oh yeah, people God. are really excited about it. And oh some people God. like smell like two. Yeah. <laughs> well, because well, some people you know, think they know exactly yeah. what they want, but that could change too, I'm right, sure. Exactly. Yeah. So we um, just need to kind of narrow down our big list to their list of favorites. And so wow. we can help combine things and make a good candle of scents they actually like. Okay, so they can literally go to the wall, right? Mm-hmm. And they can smell so that they can figure out. Page start. The there you go. Wall. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Page, right. do not smell 110 of them. Yeah, look. The this candle is wall with the yeah. candles, oh, not the oil. Oh. All right, so Paige, while Paige is over at the wall of candles, <laughs> yeah. she's about to be your next candlezilla. Yeah. Right? yeah, that's okay. Uh, no, so she's over there. So that you smell the candles, mm-hmm. and that gives you an idea at that point. There's a recipe for that particular candle, right? So then you sit us down, and what's the process after that? Like, So once Paige is done picking her scent, what do you do? We all sit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you'll sit down. We'll take a look at it. We'll have you narrow that list down to like, two or three different scents um, that really stand out to you. But you also help. I think it's oh, important absolutely. to say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like the, the three scents, they don't have to go well together. Um, right. Most likely they won't. Yeah. Um, so that's where we come in. Um, so we, like, we kind of just take a, take a look at that yeah. and then we focus on those and look okay. at the other scents on the list and okay. try to pair them up. And ultimately, like we said, we did we do like two or three different scents. Um, but this is the time where we nip a bad candle with it, like in the bud. Okay. Um, so we like, we don't let it happen. So so we're here to completely 
guide you yeah. Yeah. in the process. And we guide through, like, what if they just want to tell us, like, I really want, like, a relaxing candle or a fresh candle. Like, even that in much information, we can kind of gather and figure out what they want to put mm-hmm. together. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, Isn't that awesome? And then the, how long I does mean, the process take? It takes about like 30 to 45 okay. minutes. Um, larger groups can take longer, um, but generally um, that's kind of Can people bring at. wine and things like that in here? Yeah, we to are do BYOB, um, so you can bring your own alcohol and drinks. You just don't allow food, so there's no snacks or anything. Yeah, right. You don't want to eat during this. And it's <laughs> fine. But what I loved was, you know, and you were the person I spoke to actually, you were like, pushing other places in Lawrenceville, you know, like, Hey, take your break while it's, while everything's sort of like brewing, so to speak. Right. right? And settling and Mm -hmm. getting ready, go explore Lawrenceville, you know? So we went over to get pizza for an hour or so. That's pretty awesome. And that's kind of my favorite part of about this business is that we have to be in really cool places. So people can spend two hours in the neighborhood, you know, looking and shopping and eating, you know, and exploring, you know? So we try all of the places, you know, so we can recommend, you know, we're basically concierge. Uh (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what are the hours? When's happy hour? You know, which stores do we shop in? You know, just so that we can talk about it. And, you know, we have nothing bad to say about any place because every place is awesome. It is. Here. I agree. I love Lawrenceville. Is there a number one seller? You know, Primanti's always has the number two seller on their side. But do you guys have a – is there a number one seller you know of everybody fragrance? wants? Yeah, fragrance. I mean, ginger ale is tends to be our number right? one. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> – she didn't smell She's it. She's going back. <laughs> um, Paige is so animated. She's the perfect person to do this. She's going mm. back for ginger ale. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. So ginger, ginger ale, ale, for some reason, like, I think it's most interesting and kind of something you don't get other places. So – interesting yeah. how about that right just as long as there's not a ketchup one listen not yet we, we, were- did a, <laughs> we did a podcast at grandpa joe's and they blindfolded us and we taste tested something mm-hmm. and it was pop and they as we drank it and ketchup makes him sick makes me gag yeah. so the pop taste was ketchup oh, flavored. No. i thought i was gonna die yeah ginger ale where does everybody find you so that when they're looking for something to do when they need to explore more of lawrenceville where do they find you on social media online all that good stuff so that they can experience yeah this? we're at mixed candle co um on instagram and facebook um, our website has a reservation form if you want to make reservations for any size group, um, two to 50, um, we'll take care of it. Um, but yeah. Oh, so it can be private too. You can No, have... we don't do private. Gotcha. Um, just because, uh, we just don't, it's not yeah. really been worth it. And yeah. the process is kind of fast, you know? So sure. we usually just like, come make your candles, then go eat, you yeah. know? Go do your <laughs> thing. Go do your thing and then come back. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I mean, look at their shelves. We have to get pictures. Like there's so many people who are going to be coming back here. To yeah. Keep them for up. like a year, six months or a year. So wow. we have like bins and bins in the closets of all the things. Can someone call and say, I have no interest in doing this on my own. Here's what I'm thinking. Will you make it for me? Yeah. How yep. about that? Absolutely. Wow. We're trying to put that on our website that we people can do that, like a custom, customize a form or have like a video sent consultation with us. Um, but that's kind of still And then works. can you Grubhub it to your house? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's the next step, right? With the pizza. Yet. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, no, I love it. So we always do a question of the day. And it's funny because I, I was like, I really need to think about this. Do we do, do we play on the mixing? Do we play on like, you know, are you an explorer? Are you a this or are you a that? Paige said she wants to go simple. We let Paige because she does a pretty good job of questions of the day. She said, what would be your scent? If you were a scent, what would you say you were? And it oh may gosh. be wrong, right? After, like you said, you go smell and you go, this isn't me. But what would you describe if you were a scent? Um, I mean, I can tell you my favorite fragrances. I always go grapefruit and rosemary. It's clean and bright and... Yeah. <laughs> Same! And that's kind of usually... Um, 
Yeah, that's my go-to. Okay. Yeah. Anthony? Lemon. Oh, why? <laughs> um, you said I, that with like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it has like sour and like sweet qualities. <laughs> so you're so, like, I, I, I you're... yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I would say. So, you're a sour so, patch candy. When, when I need to be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's yours? Well, I would go grapefruit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You? I have found this coconut thing to be like, ah. you know, every, I go to Giant Eagle and, and buy up every coconut wipe I can find. You know, they, they, Clorox yeah, he does. Wipes. Yeah. But yeah. the one thing I don't like much. is lavender. Mm-hmm. My grandmother had lavender soap and perfume and I loved her to death, but boy, I hated it. But he hated to smell her. <laughs> thank God we didn't bring yeah. her here. You guys, thank you so much. Thank we appreciate you, you opening your time. So and then I get, we'll have, che- we'll check back in with you as we're talking to our guests. Yeah. We can see how Paige's process yeah. is going. Look Definitely. how happy she is. All right. <laughs> Must be nice to be Paige. All right. Like, so okay. we're going to talk to Dave, but kind of, uh, right now we have some music from Jenny. about Dave so we wanted to have you on not too long ago and then this little thing called COVID hit (laughs) and so you know we did a lot of zooms and and then as things were coming into place you were making a major change in the industry right like you were well not the industry but location so when I was doing my creepy research through social media and such I knew you were in Dormont but now you've moved right like in my backyard you're in the North Hills now yeah, I uh, moved to the My Salon Suites yeah. right on McKnight Road. Right so next for, for Pittsburghers, you know, like we said, so you're in Lawrenceville and you say across the street from, so you're where El Campesino is, the yeah. plaza. Yeah, right? I'm right, like literally right next door to El Campesino. I love it. I That's so good to is know. Is that good for go you? Are you an El Campesino fan? I am. Who my, isn't? I eat there probably three times a week. My wife, she hates Mexican <laughs> food, so it's good for me. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. That is so funny. Their guacamole is amazing love their guacamole but listen so i love the fact that you're in there because we were talking before we even came on about and i loved how um how open and honest you were about you know these my salon suites and the solar salons and things like that because i was saying to you when i first met john uh in like what 2016 something like that i was working on solar salons and it was the it was the hardest concept for pittsburgh to understand because we knew there's these big you know lavish hair places and that's where you go and then all of a sudden this concept came so explain what that is and why it works for you for right now so i wanted to get my foot in the door with ownership and uh doing the my salon suites was just something that was easy for me to do i didn't have to feel like i was responsible for someone else's income other than mine right so uh i put all my attention into marketing myself um and being around 20 plus other successful people that have already done it yeah getting feedback from them, asking them what they did to help themselves because you're kind of in it together. Yeah. 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 We all work together. And, uh, before I was at the, my salon suites, I actually worked at a barbershop in Irwin. So I made a 45 minute move. So I basically started with like no clients. Okay. So I remember my first week, there was a couple days that I was sitting there and only had like a couple haircuts. I'm like, man, what am I doing? But uh, I bet, yeah, just like anybody. You're like, right? I'll just have the chips and salsa. This yeah, way. yeah. Like, yeah. I'll take what's free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> water with and a lot water, of water. Right. No, but and just to be clear, you know, in case people don't know, so it's it's um, sectioned. It's not like a full building. It's a sectioned 
part like portion one chair so that you can one chair yeah. yeah and like you said i think the coolest part is you have to learn how to be the everything you're the owner you're the worker you're the grunt person you're the marketer you're doing it all you're the one paying the taxes yeah, <laughs> yeah. well we, you know it's funny we just talked about that with lily and val val from lily and val the other week about how you know a doctor a lawyer a barber they come out of school and they know their trade right but they don't know accounting they don't know marketing they don't know all of, they hang the shingle up and they don't know so you have to get in and get your hands dirty if it, it depends on you at that point right you have to learn it yeah. all and it seems i mean your age tells me you know social media well but yeah. like you now know social media very well for business because there's two different things you know posting the ice cream you had today versus posting for business for it sure. seems like you've adopted that tool quite well yeah, that's how I get a lot of the clients that I have. And uh, speaking about social media, that's how I became the in-house barber for the University of Pittsburgh football team. I cut Hence a few of the Steelers. I cut Jason Zucker from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, I got Walk fun us through Nashville. that. How did that start? You know, like, did, who social did you media. get? Well, not the or social media. Yeah, getting okay. into that. Uh, so the very first athlete that I ever cut was Zach Trotman. He played for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Messaged him on Instagram one day before training camp and was like, hey, whenever you're in town, let me know. I'd love to give you a haircut. He's like, yeah, for sure. I'll hit you up. I'm like, okay, I'm never going to hear from this guy. Mm -hmm. Well, he hits me up the week of training camp and he's like, hey, come to this hotel. Well, I go to the wrong one. I went to the one directly across from the Penguins practice facility. I'm like in the lobby (laughs) waiting for him. And then he's like, hey, where are you at? And I didn't realize there was another one directly across the street. So I ended up going over there, and he was like, do you have time to cut a few other guys? And I was like, sure. So uh, in comes Teddy Bluger. Oh, boy. And uh, this was Teddy's rookie season, so I didn't really know too much about him, but uh, they were both really great to me. They both – I mean, I spent probably like an hour and a half with them, just getting to know them, getting to know them personally, getting to know them like – professionally learning about Teddy where he's from and stuff like that and then uh, from there I ended up getting a couple Steelers I used to cut Daniel McCuller who played for the Steelers he was a defensive tackle he went to the Chicago Bears Um, I cut J.P. Holtz who played at Pitt he was with the Chicago Bears last season just signed with the Saints Um, I have Mason Cole who signed with Mm. the Steelers he's coming in this afternoon so, excuse me, <laughs> to make a candle right. or get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to tell him about this place. <laughs> that that is so cool because, uh, you the know, process to, is cool, right? He just, he just kind of put it, it out well, there. Well, it, it shows that you can handle that because, yeah. you know, a lot of people get that and go, Hey everybody, I'm doing this. And mm. then they just kind of fan person it versus yeah just kind of handling in a very cool demeanor and you seem like you're able to just kind of cruise through that yeah Yeah. and i'd say like uh the probably the most nerve-wracking one was probably jason zucker he's probably the most like well-known guy that i've cut yeah and just uh just treating him like a human i mean me and jason we talk about so i have a daughter he has three kids and a stepdaughter so uh just relating as fathers and then getting to know jason outside of hockey i mean we talk about hockey here and there but Honestly, we talk about like his music interests, yeah, things along those lines. Let's talk about barbering. Ask him in if he general. knows Jen Ether. <laughs> yeah, well, right. You have to push the people on the podcast. Sure, right? We think you should have Jen Ether come to your salons, yeah, and bar, perform. You know, there. But Just putting out let's there. talk about barbering in general because yeah. it was such a big deal. Like when I was a kid, and then it faded away, went more salonish kind of thing, and now 
really barbering, getting a shave, getting a hot towel, getting a fine haircut, that's completely come back. And it's now it's almost like, you know, it was a shave and a haircut for five bucks or whatever, you know, the slogan would be. Now yeah. it's, a, it's a boutique. It's a process. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's an art. It's yeah. honestly an art. There you go. That's a good word. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, the barber industry is probably at the highest point that it's ever been. Is ever that right? In the industry, yeah. Um, so for a period of time, like you said, barbering was like not the cool thing for guys to do. Yeah. Like the long hair was the end thing. Which is starting to become the end thing now, but before barbers were mainly clippers and very minimal shear work. And now you go to a barber like myself or a lot of the barbers here in Pittsburgh and they're able to do the longer styles. They're able to give you exactly what you want. And it's more so not just like you're in and out in 20 minutes. I mean, I make it a whole experience at my suite. I do a facial massage. I do beard treatment, scalp treatments. I mean, I can help you with pretty much anything. And has, go ahead. No, no, has the change, beca- has all of this changed, the art changed because the tools are different or people are just better at using the traditional tools? So for a while, there wasn't really a barber school here in Pittsburgh. So people had to go to cosmetology school. So uh, okay. barbers learn that end of it. They learn perms. They learn. See, you had to throw that in because I said, I don't know if perms are still <laughs> yeah. a thing. They uh, are still a thing. Yeah, I do perms. I get... I get high school, kids, high school kids because th- they want the fade on the oh, sides. Oh, that's and then, like, right. What's his name? Curly on top. Yeah, yeah. Everybody uh, wants that look. Like the mullet. They call it lettuce now. Everybody comes. It's lettuce. Yeah. Everybody comes in and says they want their hair to look like Jake Gensel's, like on yes. top, but they right. want to fade on the side. That's, that's like the. And you're like business in the here. front, party in the back. And I, they're like, I have Wait. a couple <laughs> clients that still rock the mullet. Oh, buddy. I love it. My son does, but he calls it lettuce. It's so funny. No, but I love the fact from a female perspective, you know, I guess, and just from my, my viewing, that never went away for women, right? The salon life, it is what it is. Like it, no one has any issue with spending $200 on getting treatment and having your color done and you're this and you're that. And well, my hair's dry, so I have to do this. For guys, it was sometimes like, I'll just buzz you at home. You know, it was sort of like this, well, no big deal. But I love the fact that you're showing that, no, this is a grooming process that needs to be done by someone who knows the art. And guys are certainly more into it at this point. They don't want that $5 haircut. They want, yeah, it's it's now a part of their their life. And then, like, me being in the North Hills, there's not really, not to say that there's not competition with me, but there's not barbers, there's not shops that are doing the services that I'm doing, not providing the experience that I'm providing. And that's why so many of these athletes are willing to drive from Cranberry, Elwood city, Wexford, all that to my suite to get this done because they want that specialized treatment. They want the sharp razor lineup. They want the beard treatment where I clean their beard. I do the lineup. I do the hot towel. I do the steam. I do all that. And it's, it's an experience, and then they ask me for recommendations, and I have players that I've cut that have gotten traded, and they've paid me to go on social media to find them a barber that provides the services that I provide because they don't want to lose out on that. They want the full experience, and when they come back to Pittsburgh, they always make sure that they book an appointment with me. Dude, 
That's amazing. Listen, yeah. I'm not being, I'm so serious. I'm sending my boys because you literally live three minutes, not live, you don't live in your salon, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm there 70 yeah. hours a week. So. Right, right, right. No, you're there literally. I mean, That's you're three amazing. minutes away from me, yeah. so you just got two more clients. Wow. There you go. How about that? Easy enough. See that? Yeah, perfect the lettuce. And one on of them will be a celebrity when he's a major league architect engineer. Let's hope, right? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. We're so happy you came on. Thank you so much. No Where does everybody find you? On social media, website, all that good yeah, stuff? Yeah, on all social media platforms, it's Pittsburgh Dave underscore. And then also currently, there's one day left to vote for Best in the Berg. So make sure right. you go on there and vote for me. All right, done. I've only been open eight months, so this would be huge. And then... In June, I'll have another big announcement that I'm going to be making on social media. I won a huge award. I'm getting flown out to Orlando at the beginning of June to get my award. So, Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Perfect timing. Well, we don't mind You going. heard it here. We don't mind going with you. Yeah. Is that what you're asking? <laughs> right. That's, sure. I, mean, I heard it. Sure, we're in. <laughs> yeah. So we can video it. No, no we that's super that's awesome. cool. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. What's your scent? Is it like Perm Solution? Are you going to say something no. like that? No. So I would have to say Spice Vanilla. That's what my beard, Ooh. my beard balm and beard oil is. And I don't know why, but every morning when I put it on, I'm just like, oh my God. It's, it it's your so thing. <laughs> <laughs> is it relaxing or is it motivating? It, like, it, I think it just, it's motivating. It like yeah. wakes me up. It's like, all right, time to go kick today's ass. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I might change my answer to coffee. Yeah. Thanks so much, Dave. We appreciate it. Yeah, awesome. yeah Dave, guys, we really appreciate you. You're going to make a candle at some point, but uh, you know. It could be vanilla yeah. spice. Yeah. Me and go. my wife are actually going to be making reservations while I was waiting to come on. I sent her the website. <laughs> and my <laughs> wife go. goes, we can leave Ainsley at home, which is my daughter. And she was like, <laughs> and we can come here on a date night. Isn't that great? Yeah. There you go. Perfect date night. See, Abby, cool. we came through, sister. And you let's know? see. <laughs> thank, so thank you, Dave. In the meantime, Abby, do we get an update on what Paige is doing right now? She's mixing her, her candles. Oh, Paige, that's, is that for me? Were you making it for me? That Look at her so face. Good. Paige, come on over here. Come on over here. So what did Abby set you up with? So I have marshmallow, chai tea, and coffee beans. So I'm calling it a dirty chai. Oh, there All you right. Go. And what, pros- what are you doing right now major. with it? So I have a little, like, um, I don't know what it's called, but I'm dumping wax into it, and I get to, like, pick how much of each flavor I It's a little funnel. A little funnel flask. All right. It's Jigger. like a shot class. Jigger. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, think right, of it. Right. Jigger. All right, cool. All right, cool. All right. With thank it. you, Dave. Nah, 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 we really nah, appreciate nah, nah. it. Thank you. Awesome. This is awesome. Next up, Katie Blackley. I got the desire, got that will, I got that fight. I got the drive, I manifested in my mind. I look up in the sky. We have to mention, since we're not talking a ton about our lives, we have Mulligan Mondays coming up. We forgot to talk about that at the right. beginning, right? So up in Mercer County, there is going to be up in. Mulligan Monday in Mercer County yeah, at the Spring that. Valley mama, mama. Golf Course. So what's happening is if you book yourself to golf on Mondays in May... On Mulligan Mondays, you will be entered into a prize, yep. which is an Iron City beer, ba- uh, Iron City beer golf bag, and a stayover weekend at the Spring Valley Golf Club. Yeah, how cool! And is a that? bunch of other prizes. We love Mercer so, County because of so it. go to Spring Valley Golf Club and Resort 
online, which we'll put the link in the podcast, and make your reservation to golf on Mondays in May. Yep. And May 7th, we're doing Doors Open Pittsburgh at Johnny Angel's Genshi Stuff and Bicycle Heaven. Do you know Johnny Angel? Super excited. Woo! <laughs> All, right, All right. Let's talk to Katie. Are you excited? Right. Here's this story. Let me let me break this down. So I've asked Katie to come on the podcast four times, and she said no. That's that's it. That's the it's end of the story. four times? Oh, my God. No, it's two different times. And, you know, it's so funny, because, and you will understand this, but, like, there's so many people, the way the process we work is – as we said, so many places popping up in Pittsburgh that you want to go, right? And we do 51 podcasts a year. So there's only 51 places you can go. And then you have to think about all the staples that you have, you know, like the arts festival and things like that. Picklesburg, we do that every year. So you get limited, right, on on where you can go. And same with people because you are evergreen. We could have you on any time of year and you're going to talk about something interesting because you intrigued me Oh my goodness, I think it's six years ago now when we met and she did a fashion show, if you remember. We did the bicentennial. And she was just this young girl who, you know, crazy. So young. So you're still so young, please. But (laughs) I've watched your path specifically through WESA and it's amazing that you have brought you have ignited something like WESA where some people may have been like, oh, that's an old person's NPR kind of like put it in the can. Who cares? And you've brought life through youth. And I just want to say thank you because you've what really are who have made it kind of stay where it is. Thank you. I, I cannot take credit for the transformation of the station. It's amazing but though. I think we have gotten an incredible response of people interested in Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh yeah. loves itself and yes. wants to know more about itself. Well, and we all, I think we're all good boasters of it. For people who don't know, explain it. How would you explain if someone said, Katie, you know, nice to meet you. What is WESA? WESA is the member station for NPR. So when you talk about public radio, it's primarily listener funded. 60% of our revenue comes from members. So people who give $10 a month, $20 a month. And because of that, we get to have a bit more independence. We call it, we pride ourselves in being non-biased, being accurate in truth, not leaning any sort of way. If you look at some of the surveys that they do of different media organizations that go like liberal and, you know, Fox News over and conservative, we're almost always pretty close to the middle. So that's cool. And we get to report. And then Pittsburgh, we're WESA. We're on the South side, but a lot of us still work from home, which is cool and fine and great. But we're on the South side and we've been around as WESA for 12 years now. We used to be WDUQ over at Duquesne University, which was a jazz station. But yeah, we're like a small little newsroom just doing our best to get Pittsburgh local news out there. Katie, what about you? Did you set out to be a journalist? Did you set out to be an NPR level like journalist or were you headed a different direction and some and it sucked you in? Because it does seem to do that to many people like they they get a little taste of maybe you wanted to be a writer. Maybe you wanted to be a different type of journalist and radio and it sucked you in. What was your pathway? I had no idea what I was doing. I was like going in to be an English major, which my father made fun of me endlessly. He's like, oh, yeah, with that English degree, have fun. And then I interned at WESA my senior year of college and fell in love with it. I had always grown up with NPR, but I was at WESA, like, really immersed in that. I was producing a daily show, which is, like, you guys know. It's fast-paced. It's immersive. Mm -hmm. You're doing a lot. I graduated, worked at a different commercial station, and then they brought me back to WESA, and I've been there ever since. I think what I'm talking about here is kind of my history and culture beat that I've been doing and the good question series and idea. So I would just, like be the annoying person always being like, I wanted this story about the history of this and this and that. And finally my editor was like, all right, make this a series. Yeah. So no. Yeah. And that's, what's great. So I'm glad that was the perfect segue. <laughs> um, so it's called the good question podcast, which is funny because, you know, we always do that. And when, when we have a, a little bit of a, 
what competition would you say <laughs> when we're talking to people you know I'll, if someone says oh that was a good question I'm like oh, please <laughs> you know like he read my script you know that kind of thing but it's so true because there's so many questions that Pittsburgh people have I mean the Heinz History Center is known for, for, you know, that kind of stuff because people want to know. But I love the fact, explain the process. Like I said at the beginning, you have six episodes in, which pretty cool, right? And you said you've had like over 900 yes. people who are interested or, or questions of, of different people. So talk a little bit about the, the series. Yeah, the series started in 2017 mm-hmm. and it's based on kind of a national model where... Well, actually, it's nothing new. People send in questions. They're curious about something. That's journalism, right? You always want to know the answer. People send in questions through this little online portal. So it's been a series, which just means four minutes on on our radio station. You can visit it on the website. And finally, we were like, let's make this into a podcast. Mm -hmm. So over 900 questions have been submitted. Anything from how did my street get its name to... What's the origin of the word Jagoff? Yeah. To, you know, is it Carnegie or Carnegie? All this different Pittsburgh stuff. And we've turned it into a podcast. So I kind of took some of those features I had already done and I mashed them together and made it into like a less than 50, or like 15 to 20 minute yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. So there are six episodes in the first season and each has three story in it, three stories in each episode. So it's a nice, you know, commute listen if you're walking your dog, taking your kids somewhere, like... It's, and you get to learn something, and it's, it's about things that you observe, right? right? Yeah. So you drive by that next time, and you have a fun little story for the next visitor you bring to Pittsburgh, and I am the most annoying person to drive around <laughs> the city with. No, you're not. Because they're always like, oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get in a car sometime. Different yeah, reasons, though, Katie, different reasons. I need a relaxing <laughs> yeah. candle scent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the, and, and you're right. So like I said to you, I had listened, and as I knew you were coming on, I was like, I need to really, and I knew you did the question, but I love the fact that you took it a step further, because that's what journalism is doing anymore, yes. right? We're reinventing to stay relevant and to figure out who our audience is and how we can really relate to them. So you've done that, and what I love is that, you know, our podcast, you know, people say like, oh, well, wh- how long is it? It really does go an hour, but as you see, it's because we have four different guests mm-hmm. talking about, it's more magazine style. Yes. Now, as we're helping other people do podcasts, our first advice is keep it shorter because Mm -hmm. attention spans are not what they used to be, and it's niche. So people want to know, answer my question and move on. Yes. Right? So I love the fact, like you said, you walk your dog. It becomes a routine. You walk your dog. You do your treadmill routine, whatever it is. It's 15 to 20 minutes, and you're listening. You have their attention. And you learn. And you learn. And I think that's what people want. Right. Are you familiar with the 99% podcast? Yes. Mm. That's exactly what... It feels not you're copying, you're emulating, and it's pit, your Pittsburgh guys mm-hmm. because 99% was one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. Yeah, I oh, loved it's it. So great. The short yeah. drive, and you just learn something, you know, and that's that's what I think is kind of the magic behind yours. That's exactly yeah, what you somewhat said. of the format. I've, yeah. I've thought about as we move into season two or perhaps other things, like maybe doing more of a conversational format with a historian or something, but I do like it was also easier to produce because I had already made them all. Yes, right. right. So, <laughs> sure. I was like, oh, I'll just yeah. put them together. Some things, people got different jobs. I had to change their title but overall like you said it's an evergreen series history tends not to change too much right no yeah. that's so true <laughs> and you're right there's so many stories there's a story within a story to yeah. uncover and I'm sure that's what you're noticing is as you're answering one question it's like oh now there's another one that I can kind of go back to yeah I mean there's a story I don't think it's in the first season but it's about these big metal rings down by the rivers um, specifically you can see them on the Allegheny River as it goes toward the point point. and someone just asked you know what are those metal rings their kid had been hanging off of it and they got curious and those rings were for boats when that used to be a big wharf and the riverfronts used to have wharfs and 
on those wharfs, they would have big Pittsburgh celebrations, kind of like we do with Point State Park now. Sure. Because they, there wasn't the parking, there, there weren't really many cars there, so, but they're boats. And so when the water got too high, they would latch onto those rings. So that's an example of like one small thing that actually speaks to a much bigger part of Pittsburgh mm. history is the river traffic. The rivers right. brought everything here. Yeah. And are an important part of our industry. Do you ever sneak your own questions in? Like oh, you're like yeah. John Smith from Northside, psych Katie Blackley yes. wants to know. <laughs> right. I, well, I haven't done it quite like that. Yeah. Before. Right. <laughs> I know Katie. <laughs> but yeah, it just changed. I become British all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> That was good. That was good. No, we, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a curiosity series. So I just generally think if I'm curious about it, and I tell mm. young journalists this too, if you're curious about it, right. odds are someone else has thought about yeah. it before. So sometimes I will. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Oh, no, I did just do one about um, these like architectural star joints that are put into the front. You can see a lot of them in Lawrenceville into the front of old brick buildings to help kind of keep them together because as they get older, they tend to come out yeah but sure these beautiful architectural sometimes they're stars sometimes they're like music notes and oh, so they're it's really a different there. image they're okay. not there just for decoration they're there to keep that building intact really but i had seen them so i was like i'm gonna do this story by myself <laughs> i so. love it so yeah now, are, that's are a you great ri- originally a pittsburgher i'm not i'm from ohio but so i came here for duquesne it's, and so what captured what made you stay here i mean the job because you seem like you know, you're like someone who's lived here and loved it your entire life. So, Thank you. I yeah, don't know so if I'll we ever be able to somehow. call myself a Pittsburgher because Pittsburghers are very. Oh, we Pittsburgh could call. About oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, okay. Yeah, you're yeah. safe. Yeah, you're safe. Um, I think Pittsburgh has such a storied history, and it's unending. You can mm-hmm. always learn something more, mm-hmm. and it's evolving. And it's neat. I came at a time right when they were really saying, you know, the Eds and Meds economy is what's taking over yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And so that got me curious about before, because I didn't grow up in an area with manufacturing. I didn't know a lot about steel mill or steel production. And sure. learning all of that was really fascinating and seeing how it's shaped our city now. Yep. And those things that were remnants of, you know, we talked about earlier, one of the stories is about slag structures and mm-hmm. slag is an industrial waste material that used to be, you know, carted all around the city and they would dump it and they would have this big to do, but there's little remnants of it. There's like a little art structure of a slag pot, of a reamer, of a button, which are like lingo from the steel mill days along Route 51. So that was really cool. And then just like, the, it's like biggest, big little city. You can go out and you can be anonymous or you can go to the bar and know everybody there. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's one of those just makes you feel warm inside. Uh, you know, and, and couldn't you listen to her for like days? Like I, I love exactly, her. Seriously, yeah. you know? Exactly. So I think of My like how, how Yinzer yeah. Pittsburghers can get, they become combative. Like I could think of something maybe you found out, but it's, it's right because you researched it, but some Yinzer is going to say, oh, my God, that's completely wrong. And the, the story yeah. I always think of is we did a podcast from a place called Carmody's Bar in Neville Island, which used to be a very popular oh, restaurant cool. up in Wexford. And for my entire life until two years ago, I thought it was Carmody's. Carm- Everybody said and Carmody's, I thought it was an yeah. Italian place. So we <laughs> go to the bar on St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. And it turns out it's Carmody's, and it's and it's been Carmody's obviously their entire life, and it's an Irish bar. But the coolest part was to have Sean Carmody come on the podcast and say, 
I've lived here my entire life. I used to serve at the other place. And he said, people would be combative that it was Carmody's. And he'd say, it's my, it's my grandparents. And they're like, no, Sonny, you're, you're 13 years old. You know, it's Carmody. It's Carmody's. I've been coming here for 20 years. And I just wonder, you know, how many Pittsburghers will combat some of this stories probably. Oh no, this is when, whatever. <laughs> but so actually go back to, I want to hear the, uh, what was the origin that you know of the word Jagoff? Do, do oh, we know that offhand? I, it's a Scots-Irish thing. Yes. I think you know. And I haven't gone too much further into that. When we did okay. our Pittsburghese story, mm-hmm. I kind of focused more, less on the, the, the lingo like that, less on like Nebby and Jagoff and, okay. and um, Sweeper, but more on the, <laughs> the, the formation of words and why. I'll give you an example. You can tell if you have a Pittsburgh accent. Knox's pierogi house. If you say Knox's pierogi house, and you, you can't word, even do it. I God do, love I you. I don't have a Pittsburgh accent. I, I can't do it. But it's the word Knox's pierogi house. Knox's pierogi. I'm from Omaha. Knox's yeah. pierogi. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that O and Knox and the A and per, yeah. pierogi and the yes. A. Has and has. And we have yeah. had on, where was she from? Carnegie Mellon? Yeah, J- Dr. Johnstone, I think is oh, her yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right. She, yeah. yeah. We asked, she asked her, is it a swear word? She said, well, swear words are undefinable because you might think something's a swear word and you might not. But the fact is, she was saying it came from Jagger, Jagger Bush, mm-hmm. and poke, and like we used to poke people on Facebook. And it was kind of like, <laughs> or that, like but, we'll you know, say, that I was just jagging around. Yeah. Right. And it's like, who and says that? She's, because and that's so, really yeah, it was kind of interesting that because yeah. we did a petition years ago. And it was right down the middle. People said, oh, my God, I got my mouth soaked when I said that. And others were like, no, my grandmother said it all the time. You know, that kind of thing. But we say it as a term of endearment, so it doesn't matter. Right. You know, I I do that with the word nebby. Yes. Like I was just Mm -hmm. nebbing around. Yeah. Right. Right. You're a Pittsburgher. There you go. I can do the words. I can't do the accent. You also, you you should talk to Michael Troiani from the Troiani family. Mm. You know, he has a website about Pittsburgh and how we form our words. And he says it's a tongue thing. Monophonization is the yes. Okay, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. He educated us on that. It's making your words simpler for your mouth. So down, you have to open down and just down. We're lazy. A lot simpler. We're lazy. Eh, Simpler. A little bit. We're efficient. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, There you go. I love it. it. Katie, I love it. Thank you so much for coming on because, like I said, I've always appreciated your work. Uh, We also have to welcome back Cindy Lash. I have to say that because she's back. She's back. Right. We played Red Rover at St. Louis with her, right? Right. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) But welcome back. You're all doing amazing things. We love supporting it. And, uh, you know, please come back on and tell us how it's going because we would love to hear. Yeah, Yeah. it's been great to be with you all. So Mm. where does everybody find you so that we know on social media and where can they find Mm. the podcast as well as your news? The podcast is called The Good Question Podcast with an exclamation point just like you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, It's on all social, on all um, podcast platforms. Thank you. And I would say the best way to follow is to follow the station 905WESA. You can follow me too. I'm Kate Blackley on Twitter, but I run the social media for the station. So I We'll do all the promotions there. You can listen to the podcast there. And then our website, just wesa.fm. That's yeah. great. Well, we're 100% glad that picture that Pittsburgh captured you and kept you here. Yes. And then glad we, to be here. Then we got Cindy Lash back and here. And I'm Because the whole glad. team over there is certainly very... Oh. Pr- it's not, you know, when you hear in public radio, it you, it's, it's so... It's different. It's, it's, it's redefined. a professional level. It's yes. not... You it's know, a something. vibrant crew. Yeah. We're yeah, a vibrant, yeah. a lot of young women, yeah. and we work really hard, yeah. and we're just happy to be in the community. And I love the fact, you know, you are um, part of the PMP with us, and you know, we are one of the only podcasts, and now we're bringing others on. And I love the fact, you know, we say there's sort of this double edged thing, right? Where during the pandemic, 
everybody and their mother was coming. I have a podcast about this glass case, yeah. you know, and it was like, oh, okay, here we go again. However, if you truly hone in on your craft and you try and you, and you really make a point of learning because we're still learning. You know, I hate when we go on a podcast and people go, you've mastered it. No, we didn't. We're mm. constantly trying to figure out what's next because we're getting old and we know that people need things freshened up. I love the fact that you've, you've figured out like what works for your audience and yes. that's what's important in podcasting. Well, I, I was telling Cindy, you two have just such a great rapport and the oh, energy thanks. you bring to these conversations is really delightful. Oh, so. well, thanks. Oh, thank that's you. That's very you. kind. Job. Yeah. Thank you. And very same. Kind. All right. All we're right. ending it because that was a good right, day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Katie, All right. appreciate yeah. it. Thank All you, right. Katie. Oh, let's right. ask her the question of the day. Oh, yeah, do it. And I'll What's get your Paige scent? to give us an update. Did you, now, it. don't talk about here. Yeah, you have to think about it because as, as um, Abby was saying, grapefruit, I am a go-to grapefruit person, right? And then I was sitting here and, and Paige said coffee, and I'm like, that's my favorite scent. I don't know. What would you say? I really like coffee. My fiance works in coffee, so I, there's a lot of coffee in my life, but I think I'm going to say old books. Because it feels... Oh, that's a good oh, one. Boy, that's a you very know? original scent. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be Katie when I grow up. Abby, <laughs> Anthony, get that on the books there. Old, books. Old book smell. That's a good yeah. one. Do you have it? Yeah. Oh, what? wow. <laughs> See, I don't know. Don't quiz me yet. I've only been here twice. You have 110 cents. <laughs> I go for my the apple of my eye. I got desire, got that will, I got that fire. I got the I got the drive, I manifested in my mind. Hey, are you guys doing? Listen. You're a breath of fresh air. Yeah, That's all I can you, say. <laughs> Thank you. You just like, you could be, I could be completely miserable when you walk in the room and that smile just lights the whole I'm thing. I try, I try. And I love you. the fact that she was, listen, when we, when Jen started talking, it was about how old are we? And talked about graduating a decade ago. I said, listen, we're going to beat you up. Because, oh, really? Because Ooh, wow, that's saying. really like current. But then it was about like, well, in rapper terms, veteran, veteran. Really? Yes, vet. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. When did you start? Well, I formed my first rap group in the fourth grade. So no I was a very young at it. Okay. Uh, I came up in a household where okay. my parents... Most of my friends, their parents are hip hop parents. Okay. So they came up and they were partying like the 90s when yeah. it was really popping. my time. My parents are 60s soul and so 70s. Are mine. Yeah. Yep. So my household really had a lot of a that lot. Motown. And I really didn't get introduced to the heart of hip hop until I stepped outside the house. Okay. Once I got it, I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I need. And you're from Wilkinsburg, originally yes. still there, that kind of thing. Awesome yep. place, awesome area. Yep, Wilkinsburg. That's great to hear. So fourth grade. My gosh. Yep. Yep. So, but what what, does, what what technology was around in your fourth there grade? There was no te- real was technology. So, literally, what me and my buddies did, we uh, it was three of us in the group. Everyone still raps today. Okay. <laughs> so that's where you know you're kind of hitting into okay. what you wanted sure. to do. Okay. And we uh, basically went down to our music teacher. And made a negotiation like, hey, you got younger kids. We're in the fourth grade. Like, let, let us perform for kindergarten up to third grade. And we had a manager. I gave her a briefcase. And we keep our raps in the manager's briefcase and tell our teacher, like, sir, we have a performance. So that's that new addition stuff. It. That's how new addition started. You know, they literally yep. would go back alley mm-hmm. and Mike would say, let's go. And we're going to sing for you real quick. And they would literally almost like temptation style. Yep. They would literally stand there and perform for people so that they could get more. I think, I think that's the way to do it Yeah, because yeah, it's it so is. hard today. You know, we talk to, we make a point to talk to every musician mm-hmm. because 
it's not just a matter of getting a song out there because people could see your song and say, oh, that's great, but I don't remember who that is. It's yes. important because everybody has a story and it's an artistry that people need to understand. Pittsburgh is full of, and we don't, we don't like celebrate it enough. No, we don't. That's why I was so happy to uh, find this podcast. Yes. Like I was telling my father, he's like, well, yes. what's it about? I'm like, well, they basically celebrate Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yes, <laughs> so absolutely. it was like a perfect fit. I yeah. kind of knew like, okay, you're celebrating the infrastructure. You're celebrating Correct. the people. Absolutely. So that's a good fit. Yeah. Oh, it, no, it's, why, sure. Now, do you know Frizzy? No, but that name sounds oh, yeah. a little familiar. So we've had him on the podcast and same thing, you know, celebrate all of it. It's all music. And little do we know even from Byron Nash that, you know, uh, from Rachel's father, who's a tra- traditional musician oh, that, okay. you know, He's a do-up kind of person. Mm-hmm. And we, what we're learning from Byron Nash in this Bridging the Gaps uh, episodes that we're doing is that, you know, rap comes from doo-wop. Yes. You know what I mean? It, it, it goes way back Well, to pieces that. of so many you know, different and you can, music. It, yeah, yeah, pieces yeah. come well, from along. Well, because, you know, uh, rap traditionally comes from the music being taken out of the public school Correct. system. So yes. then yep. everyone finding it a different right. way, taking the old, their parents' records, and yep. destroying yeah. them, basically. <laughs> scratching Listen, them up. I know. <laughs> That's what they were doing. <laughs> scratching the records the up, day. but it's for right. hip-hop. That's right. Well, we, my brother and I joke that my dad was a studio drummer for Motown. So like we, huh. we knew, you know, That's we grew up cool. on sixties kind of blue eyed soul, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. my, my brother and I would listen to like Biggie Smalls, Tupac, like, and my dad would be like, what are you listening to? What's going on up there? Cause it's the nineties. Right. And uh-huh. we're in the middle of this, like, What's what's bloods? What's crips? What's all this stuff happening? We're just in Pittsburgh. Nobody yeah, knows really nothing. what's going on, mm-hmm. and we would like secretly be listening because it was taboo at the time. Like, what people are? It's a bad time. But that music is still now. Like, that was one of our questions of the day. Who would you? Who do you like better, Jay Z or Biggie Smalls? I mean, Biggie yes, Smalls. But yes. anyway, um, it's it's every person can identify by a different genre of time. Yeah. And it I depends on with all music. Where yes. were you at? Cause you're, yes. you were more so in high school. So in right. that time period, this is why I wasn't allowed to listen to the music. It was Correct. so controversial. That's mm. it. That the, even uh, the, the idea of who Tupac is today, yes. like how we view him and how Tupac was viewed yeah. when he was here. That was totally different. So it right. was like, Crazy. stay Absolutely. away from uh, this hip hop <laughs> stuff. We don't know what's going on. Well, and it's even my era, you know, I guess, my dad talks about how people would say Elvis is still alive. Like, what are you even talking about? People still say Tupac is still alive. Like, yes. Do you really think yes. Tupac yes. is dead? I'm like, yeah. But then certain people, Marvin Gaye, Elvis, yeah, Tupac. Marvin Gaye is another one. Yeah. <laughs> they live so forever. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So in the song that we're listening to, the clips in between, and we'll hear at the end of the podcast, is that you truly are a musician. You sing. Yes. You rap. You write the music as well, yes, right? Yeah, so this isn't stealing your parents' records and scratching them up, right? No, no. So it's fascinating because we heard you perform as before we started recording here, and that yeah, your your voice is good, and and oh, thank you. I thank mean, you. the whole thing is extremely entertaining. So where can Pittsburghers or even Pittsburgh expats who listen to the podcast where can they find your music? And are you performing live? Have you kind of gotten through the COVID part of it, and you're back to performing live? No, as of right now, I'm really just stepping back out into the scene so this would okay. be like my first live performance that i've breaking done. news nice yeah, all so right you guys gave like me that it. opportunity post covid so uh if you want to find my music though i'm on spotify gin ether with a space in between g-i-n space e-t-h-e-r and that's just for the audible if you want to uh or the audio if you want to see any of the music videos i shoot my own videos 
I edit them by myself. So you can do that on YouTube. Same name, Janether. All right, so no, you're you made it easy. You made it easy. Yes, yeah, right, right, right. I tell everyone to do that. <laughs> yes, like, people have yes. scattered names. Right, it's like, what the right, right. It's at here, then underscore. Yes, that. Yeah, right. We'll never all right, so you're from Wilkinsburg. Yes. All right, so take us to Wilkinsburg. We're going to go for a sandwich. We're going to go for a drink. Where are you okay. taking us around Wilkinsburg? I would say for a to a one stop shop. Okay, Salvatore's right okay. there on Penn Avenue. Yeah, yeah. You get a sub, chicken, yeah. great fried wings, pizza. And they just added a bar as an addition, like right before COVID hit. So you okay. get a whole oh. beer. All right. Yep. So that's where I would say. Okay. See, it's like we know right, you. Right. <laughs> I know the McDonald's over there very, very well. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's yeah, I know every I McDonald's. The ice cream yeah. machine is, you know. You know. Always <laughs> down. It's not special. <laughs> like they well, can't get the we'll ice have cream. to go and podcast from the ice cream machine <laughs> at McDonald's. It's never right? working. That is so Jen funny. Either, thank you so much for coming on, and we're so happy to have you. We're glad that people can follow you because we want to promote local music, and it's super important. Yeah, yeah. What's your scent? That's the question of the day. Oh, my favorite scent would have to be baby powder. I love baby That's powder. That's another good one. It is wow. No one has picked anything that I'm like, oh. Yeah. You know I mean? Of course, I didn't. I don't know the vanilla smell that Dave's talking about, so I have to send my boys so that I can figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, to have your boys grow beards out. Yes, but, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Okay, uh, are we going to have Janine yeah, you're gonna perform do, one more time? Do another song? Awesome All right, song. so we right, found we out where... We'll, uh, we'll read our ads while you get ready. Hey, come on over here before oh, yeah, we start to close. So where, what process in the candle making are you right now? Oh, we're... What? It's all finished. It was hardening the wax... And it smells delicious. Um, I recommend everyone make a dirty chai candle. <laughs> now, Abby, Anthony, uh, come on over here. One of you guys, come on over here. Did, did Paige do very well at uh, creating the candle? Is she, like, average level, professional level? She's not what, a candlezilla. She's not a candlezilla, Candlezilla right? is a no. Is that right, Anthony? Because if she is, she's done on this podcast. Not at all a candlezilla. <laughs> okay. No. No. All right, good. Did she ever say, stop it? Nope, not once. That's her nope. phrase. That's her That's phrase. Paige's when she's, phrase. When, yeah, that is her phrase. When she's excited, she goes, "Stop, Stop it!" it. Stop yeah. It. So, yeah. all right, cool. So, we're gonna give her an A. I uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right, yeah. cool. Did you sure. help sort of you know um, produce the scent because she had like a bunch? Is that right? Yeah. So um, usually uh, we usually start with like around five or more. Sure. Um, but, yep, yep. Just kind of... Got her down to the yep, three. Yep, got, got down to the three, got mm-hmm. to mix in, um, and then smells Real great. quick question I wanted to ask before. Yeah. Do you ever get to something where you go, oh, I've never smelled this before? Yes. Okay. Because sometimes, like, we'll experiment and we'll be like, oh, okay, like, that's... We could do that, this. That's, like, that's very different. Okay. okay. But it's not bad. Yeah. Like, like, sometimes, like, it really surprises you. Yeah. Like, what things go well, like, what goes well together. Okay. Um, like, one time I had, um, I had somebody I was working with, and we did leather and lemongrass, and mm. that's something that you typically wouldn't necessarily think right away to put together yeah but it has become one of like my favorite scents. but you're a like, lemon is, person so. i am a lemon person <laughs> yeah. So, yeah yeah um but it's just like it's something that really shocked me but yeah. i'm like okay I'll like I, it. I like it yeah, yeah. that's sweet say that three times yeah fast. right right leather right. and lemon glass leather and lemon glass all right all thanks. right so anthony abby thank you so much for having us here at mixed candle in lawrenceville company excellent and of course thank you to dave peters the barber katie blackley and cindy lash was in the background and thanks to jen ether 
tune either. And to WESA, you know, I forgot to say to the ladies, though, that we love WESA, but Bill O'Driscoll beat us twice out of a golden quill. That was why we were a little salty. <laughs> we <laughs> right. didn't get to tell them that. All right. So now we're going to hear from Jen Ether. And, and uh, thank you to, as we say, thank you to Rory Conda. Rory Conda is known as number one for so many reasons, but the Civic, the Passport, and the Odyssey won best for residual value in 2022. Everyone has their Honda preference, so make time for Rory Conda reps to learn which ride best suits your journey. As always, visit Rorick.com for all of your vehicle needs. Pretty brown eyes with them thick thighs. Thighs, thighs, thighs. You blew my mind and got me hypnotized. Super fine. Perfect in design. I know why. The girl wear a disguise. We're a disguise. I was blind, baby, I was blind. Show me, couldn't see them signs. Cross the line too many times. That happens every time. That happens every time. Run away, run away. Get out quick with no delay. She wanna make me stay. Cause in my mind, she love to play. play. You can have a piece of my love. First, can we fuck? Trying to leave me so stuck. Yeah, uh. You can have a piece of my love. But first, can we fuck? Trying to leave me so stuck. Gave that girl a piece of me. Me? She broke me down indecently. I gave that girl a piece of me. She broke me down indecently, but now she claiming that she needed me. Should I give her a piece of me? But now she claiming that she needed me. Should I give her a piece, a piece? Pretty brown eyes with some quick thighs. Sit me down every time. Talk shit while she kick her lines. I can't deny her my divine. Lost the space, got me trapped in time. Keep me on my toes and watch me grind. Lost the space, got me trapped in time. Keep me on my toes and let me shine. Let's go. Gave that girl a piece of me. Broke me down indecently. I gave that girl a piece of me. She broke me down indecently. But now she claiming that she needed me. Should I give her a piece of me? But now she claiming that she needed me. Should I give her a piece of me? Peace.